Hey everybody, how you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Thank you very much for all the listens. I appreciate the love. Thank you for everybody checking out the show. And I'm glad you're back. This time we're going to talk about something very interesting again. And it's something I actually talked with some personal friends about. Revenge fantasies. Now we've all had them. We all continue to have them and we will always have them in the future. And we feel bad about them, but you shouldn't feel bad about them. It's just part of being a human being. And you don't really want that thing to happen to someone. You know that. I know that. But you have those fantasies and you have those pictures in your mind. And there's a part of you that wants it to happen, but a bigger part of you that doesn't. And that's what we're going to talk about this time. I'm ready. Are you ready? You are? Cool. Let's do it. All right, everybody, as promised, we're going to talk about revenge fantasies. And I'll be honest with you, you know, a lot of times when you see them in the movies, I think they have a bad rap because in the movies, they're hyper violent. People do bad things. And when you think of revenge, you always have a negative connotation to it because in a way it is bad. You know, sometimes someone will do something awful to you. And then what do you do? You become just like them or as bad as them and you do something bad back to them. In many cases, you should just write it off, you know, as they say, as my, as the people say, charge that to the game and go, you know what? You got me that time. You'll never have an opportunity to do it again, because a lot of times, just like when you watch football, the person that hits the guy never gets caught. The person that retaliates gets caught and they get the 15 yard penalty and they look like a dope. And everybody at home watches on TV, saw the other guy instigated it, but it's too late. You got penalized. And it's the same way in life. You know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and then all of a sudden you decide you want to tailgate them and honk the horn. Well, what happens? The police just see you tailgating someone and honking the horn. Who gets the ticket? You do. So it's best sometimes to let it let it slide or let it just stay in your head. And that's what happens. Somebody does something bad to you and then you have the revenge fantasy. And I've had them before and you've had them before. We've all had them. You know, you get cut off in traffic and there's a part of you that just wants that person to hit a pothole and flatten their tire. You want that so badly. You want that so badly. And I've actually seen it happen. Someone cut in front of me. The reason I slowed down was because I saw a massive hole in the street. Right. So the guy almost hits the back of my car, pulls up beside my car. Now, as he pulls up to the side of my, my car to yell at me. He doesn't look forward and I'm trying to wave to him and point forward to indicate don't don't go any further. I stopped for a reason, but he's too busy calling me names and screaming at me and implying that my parents uh, are in the sex trade. <laughs> OK, and he just stomps on the gas, you know, that angry drive that people do when they're mad at you. You know, they think you did something to them or maybe you did do something to them and they stomp on the gas. I'll show that person that frustrated me by stepping on the gas and driving aggressively and looking back at them, which is exactly what he did. And I think you knew what happened next. Kaboom. Smashed into a big pothole. Fortunately, it didn't permanently disable his car, but I'll put it to you this way. His front fender does not look like a front fender anymore. And I very slowly slide or drive over the pothole because if you drive slowly, it won't do any big. It's not a big deal. 
and I pull off and I'm looking at the rearview mirror and he's looking at me and I'm thinking he's going to be shaking his fist in anger. But all I saw was embarrassment on his face and also the look that you have on your face when you realize you've done $3,000 damage to the front of your expensive vehicle. You would figure that I've had that fantasy before where the person is a rude, obnoxious human being and they get what they deserve. They hit the pothole. But I couldn't enjoy it because even though the guy was being a bit of a bleep hole, I don't want to call. I don't want him to get the cost three grand to fix his car. I don't want him to be stranded there waiting for his wife to come pick him up. I didn't want that. I just wanted it in my mind. I just wanted it in my mind. Right. And that particular revenge fantasy actually came true. I'm really, really glad the other revenge fantasy that I have when I'm driving did not come true. Because, quite frankly, it would be a little bit different and a little bit more dangerous. Remember, a guy cut me off in traffic. And sometimes when a person cuts you off in traffic, they're not cutting you off because that's what they want to do. They didn't. They legitimately didn't see you. And at that point, you go, oh, come on, man. And that's about as far as you go. But then there's the person that cuts you off in traffic and you know darn well that person saw you because they're making you the point to look like they're not looking at you. They make it a point to make this over the top cartoonish view, uh, you know, look to the to the right side. I don't see anyone there. (laughs) And they go and you could tell they're thinking, well, if that guy likes his car, most people like their car. There's some self-preservation involved in this. And I'm pretty sure this cat's not going to run into the back of me. He's just going to hit his brakes, didn't hit me. And now he's doing something with his hand. Oh, a middle finger. That's not nice. That's what he's thinking in the car in front of you. And that happens to everybody, especially if you drive as much as I do as a comedian. And I see this. And in my mind, even though I still feel weird about that guy hitting the pothole a few years ago and damaging his car, I've gotten over it. And my fantasies have gotten worse. And this particular fantasy about the guy that cut me off and almost made me crash into something, I'm not thinking about him hitting a pothole. Oh, no. I'm imagining Mad Max. Oh, yeah. I'm imagining a big giant gun popping out the top of my car like in one of those wacky fantasy movies, you know, like in RoboCop. And if you're a young kid, just go look up RoboCop. Okay, I know half my damn audience is young. Shut up. RoboCop. (laughs) And the gun pops out the top of your car, aims at his tires and shoots out his tires. I drive up in front of his car. The uh, the gun whips around, aims at his engine because I don't want to kill the guy. I just want to bust his car up. Even in my fantasies, I'm not willing to hurt people and it hits the aims at his engine and shoots his engine out yeah and then everyone else in the freeway slows their cars down rolls down their windows pumps their fist in the air and chants my name it's anthony it's anthony it's anthony and even the police officers go you know under normal circumstances when a giant gun comes out and you fire large numbers of rounds and another human being's vehicle potentially dangering endangering the lives of others i would put you in jail for a long period of time but that particular person that you shot at is a piece of crap so i'm gonna let it slide (laughs) and one more thing yes police officer it's anthony it's anthony oh why thank you guys and then the the gun pops back into the car hidden so you can't even tell that there's a gun in the roof of the car and i pull off triumphantly as the credits roll yeah okay that got weird 
But you know, we all have those revenge fantasies. You don't want anything really to happen to the other person. But you, in your mind, you do. I had a girlfriend back in the day. I was a young man. She was a lot, a lot older than me, you know, maybe 10 years older than me. And when you're 19 years old, 10 years is a lot of years. And we, I thought I had a girlfriend and she thought, nah, I guess again, punk. And she started getting it on with someone else. Right. And I found out about it mainly because she said, hey, kid, I'm done with you. And I am now getting it on with someone else, which was which was kind of cold. I was like, well, you could have just broken up with me. You didn't necessarily have to bring the guy and you want me to shake his hand. Why am I shaking his hand? I mean, you know, I'm shaking the hand of somebody in this particular case. I should be the only one who's had his hand on your butt. But apparently we've both had our hands on your butt. But except for now, he's going to be the only one who gets to put his hand on your butt. And I'm not happy about this. And she rubbed it in my face and she was mean about it for no particular reason. She could have just dumped me, broken up with me, moved on for me, you know, or broken up with me and then going about her business, never letting me know about the other person. But she had to let me know. I don't know why. Just a mean person. And you know what this episode's about, my friends, revenge fantasies. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about horrible things, not really horrible. I mean, I, mean, I didn't think about beating anyone up or killing anybody. I would never think that. But I, I it got meaner than I expected in my mind. I'm going, so you're going to cheat on me with some married guy with money? Is that what you're going to do? I hope he gets you pregnant and leaves you. That's what young me was thinking. That's what I was thinking. And I didn't see her for a few years. You run into each other again, and I'm a grown man now. Well, I was a grown man at 19, but you get the point. A man, man now. At this particular time, I was about 26, 27 years old, right? And she walks up, and she's there, and I see her with a kid. And I do some quick math, right? And I look at her hand, and there's no ring on it. So that means either he didn't marry her, or he married her, and they got divorced, Right. And I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to ask. But she walked up to me. Hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, hey, how you doing? And I'm wondering why she has the nerve to walk. She should just walk down the street and wave. And I wave and we go about our business. But she engages me in conversation. And at this particular time, I'm now a man, man. I'm not 19. I'm 26, 27, somewhere like that. And I'm all, you know, I'm in good shape and rocked up and everything's great. Right. I'm not a kid. I guess in her mind, I was a kid. And now she's looking at me going, hey, Maybe I should have kept this guy, right? And now she's flirting and the kid's standing there looking at her like, mom, what are we doing? Right? And then she goes, oh, why don't you go look in the window there, kid? And she starts flirting with me and then she starts talking about how the guy she I got dropped for was a piece of crap and how he enjoyed her. And then when she got pregnant, he immediately dropped her and never left his wife. Right? And how she was crushed and destroyed for years. Right? And I'm starting to feel bad for, oh, I had that fantasy and it came true. Oh, I didn't really want that to happen to her. Oh, I was feeling so guilty about that fantasy. Feeling so guilty. Oh, no. Right? And like I said, I did some quick math with the kid. And this is how old the kid is. Nine months in the body. But this is the, I remember when she dropped me. I did that. Wait a second. In my mind, I'm now thinking. She left me at the the time she left me. That means she was probably about two months pregnant. Hmm. So she was having unprotected sex with the guy she was cheating on me with. And she got pregnant and then she dropped me. Hmm. 
You know, I was still feeling kind of bad, but I wasn't feeling as bad as I was before. I was still feeling kind of bad, still feeling kind of bad. And I'm, you know, I was very polite and let her know that I was in a relationship because I was at the time. And I let her go about her business and I wasn't mean about it. And she walked away and she kept looking over her shoulders like I was going to change my mind because her butt still looked great. Yeah, I looked at her butt. So what? Stop judging me. Right. But I didn't do anything. I didn't want to cheat on my girlfriend because I'm not the kind of person that cheats. Right. And as she walked away, I remember that she must have been pregnant when we were still together. And that's why she abruptly dropped me like that and was so cold to me. Right. She wanted to prove to that guy that she was done with me, but it didn't matter if she hurt my feelings and she got what she deserved. Yeah, I hope he comes back to you, gets you pregnant again and then drops you again. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. I felt bad because I had that fantasy again. And last time I had that fantasy, it actually came true. I don't want to do that. I didn't want to feel that way. Right. We have these revenge fantasies, my friend. And I have a current revenge fantasy, not like 24 years ago or longer, like the last two revenge fantasies. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a more recent one. What am I referring to? My friends, I have potted plants on the porch. And every morning I come back and I come outside or I'll come back from something and the potted plants are knocked over. And there's not a lot of cats on the block, so it's not cats. But as I got out of my car and I looked around, I noticed there was a lot of squirrels in the trees running around as squirrels do in the trees, chasing each other as squirrels do. And I noticed as I walked up the steps, a squirrel jumped off the porch like he's back. Oh, God, hi. And jumped off the porch. And I realized that the reason my potted plants kept getting knocked over was because these rotten punk squirrels were doing it. Right. Everything I did to stop the squirrels from messing up my plants and eating the roots, they kept doing it. They weren't messing with anyone else's plants, but they were eating my plants, those rotten pieces of crap. So here's my revenge fantasy. Oh, yeah. Instead of bringing my plants in, which is what I'm probably going to do, which I'm definitely going to do. So they'll just have, they'll just be in a house. I, I can't have them out there because of the rotten squirrels. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the most the plant they try to kill the most, the most delicious to plant to the squirrels i'm gonna leave it on the porch oh yeah then i'm gonna dr get in my car drive away but i'm not really driving away i'm gonna drive to the back of the house i'm gonna walk through the back of the house open the back gate lock the back gate walk down cross the yard walk into the back door lock the back door walk into the house maybe grab a beverage maybe go to the bathroom i don't know and then walk out the front door but before i walk out the front door after the beverage which i maybe i'll have maybe i won't I'm going to get my secret weapon. I'm going to put on a squirrel costume. Oh, yes. I'm going to put on a squirrel costume and I'm going to sit on the porch in a squirrel costume holding a fake acorn because I want to look really, really squirrely to the squirrels. Yeah. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to wait for the other squirrels to come. And I'm going to stand on the porch with the fake acorn wearing a squirrel outfit going, man, these plants taste great. Too bad. And But there's so much plant here. I can't eat it all. I was wondering if there were 
any other squirrels around that could help me finish off this plant, even though they know that the human that lives here doesn't like them doing it. And I'm going to wait for one of those squirrels to come out of the tree. And I'm hoping it's the head squirrel, the squirrel that started it all in the first place, because I know what that squirrel looks like. You daggone right. I'm going to sit right there. And what the squirrel doesn't know is in my hand inside of that acorn. It's a secret compartment. And in that secret compartment is a damn taser. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to wait till that squirrel opens his mouth to take a nice bite out of the plant that I don't want him to take a bite out of. And I'm going to tase his behind. Yeah, I'm going to have some of this plant. Yeah, squirrel. You're kind of a big squirrel. You're about, what, 5'8", 240? Oh, uh, yeah. There's a lot of... uh. A lot of really, uh, some acorns and that I ate that has steroids in them. You know, I, I'm not a professional athlete, so it doesn't really matter. But the simple fact that the, the simple fact that I'm the size of an adult male, specifically the adult male that lives here, uh, it, it's a coincidence. I'm definitely not S. Anthony Thomas in a squirrel outfit, you know, with a big acorn in his hand with a taser and it's about to tase you behind for eating his plant. That's definitely not what I am. I didn't think so. You look just like a legitimate squirrel. So let's have some of this plant. Yes, let's do that. What are you doing with the acorn? I'm definitely not screwing the top off of it. Okay, well, let me start eating this plant. Before you eat the plant, let me, uh, just give me a second, okay? <laughs> I didn't realize I screwed this one so tight. I, 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 why did I screw this acorn tight with the taser in it? I, I needed to have this loose so I could take the taser out quickly. Squirrels are kind of fast. Why are you talking to yourself? No problem, squirrel. <laughs> hey, squirrel. Yes? <laughs> oh, my God. I take that, punk. <laughs> Let's stop eating S. Anthony Thomas's plants. He gets dressed in squirrel outfits and tases us. Man, let's get out of here. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. Let's not do it. Oh, my God. Let's go eat his neighbor's plants and leave his plants alone. Not only is he an incredible podcaster, an incredible comedian, he also gets dressed in squirrel outfits and tases us. Yeah, that's right. And let that be a lesson. Tell all the squirrels, leave my plants alone. <laughs> that's kind of a demented revenge fantasy. I know. And I'm a little embarrassed by it. But don't judge me. You've had revenge fantasies too. But you don't have the courage to admit about them in your podcast like I do. <laughs> I should end this show now because I just embarrassed myself. But am I right? Don't you have revenge fantasies? Of course you do. <laughs> just admit it. Okay, folks, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Once again, thank you very, very much for stopping by and, and showing me love with all the listens and all of that kind of stuff. I really do appreciate it. I will talk to you next time. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you. Take care.